Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Culips. This is Catchword, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners, where we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and expressions that will help improve your English listening and speaking. Joining me today to teach this lesson is my co-host, Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. Today, we're going to teach you two expressions that are about recovering and returning to normal after a break or a setback. A break or a setback. Okay, sounds good. And guys, don't forget that there's a study guide and transcript for this episode that's available to all Culips members. And we think following along with the guide while you listen to this lesson is a great way to learn with us. If you're not a member yet, but you want to join, you can learn all of the details and sign up by visiting our website, which is culips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S dot com. And before we get started, we also want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who left us a five-star rating and a kind review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, one of our listeners from the USA with the username Morning Breeze Me wrote, For me, Culips is the best podcast to learn English. I like the way they talk and laugh, and it's so charming and clear, so you want to listen to them again and again. Thank you for creating such a wonderful high-grade podcast for us. Wow, thanks for the fantastic review, Morning Breeze Me. We're glad you're learning a lot with us, and we want to give a Big thank you to everyone out there who's been liking, subscribing, rating, and reviewing Culips on all the various apps and social media platforms. Keep it up. It helps us a lot and lets other English learners from around the world connect with us and improve their English with us. Cassie, I love that username, Morning Breeze Me. That's a great one. I know. It's like, ooh, it's like poetic. Very poetic. I agree. So thank you, Morning Breeze Me. And let's kick things off by introducing our first expression for this episode, which is to be back in business. Okay. The expression is back in business, and then we use it with the verb to be. So the full expression to be back in business. And now remember everyone that the theme for this lesson is returning or recovering to do something again after taking a break or maybe being inactive for a period of time, or maybe even you had a setback. And a setback is what happens when a problem occurs and that problem stops your progress. So For example, if you were maybe planning to open a cafe, you wanted to open a cafe and have a business and you were almost ready to open the doors, you built the cafe, you decorated the cafe, you bought the coffee machine, you made the menu, you're all ready to go, but then suddenly you go to apply for your business license and the business license was denied. Well, that would be a setback. That would be a pretty huge setback. But then if you're able to solve the problem and get approved to your business license, well, then you would be back in business. Back in business. All right. So the cafe plan that was temporarily stopped is 
continuing again. It's progressing as normal. And in that situation, you could say, well, I'm back in business. Okay, so Cassie, we gave the example of an actual business, right? It's a cafe and is almost ready to open. There was a setback and the problem was solved and now they're back in business. And that makes sense to me. It's like, you know, we have the word business right in the expression. It's kind of clear in that situation. But we also use this expression in many different situations, not just about operating a business, but it could be in any kind of situation where things are progressing normally, but then something happens. Maybe there's a problem, a setback, or maybe you even just lose interest and stop doing it. There's something that stops the progress, but then when things recover and progress is continued, in that situation, you are back in business. Yeah, this could be used in so many situations. Uh, Maybe you're on a road trip and your car gets a flat tire. So you have to, you know, get off the road, call AAA and get them to help you put a new tire onto your car. Once that new tire is installed, you can start your journey again. Then you could use this expression. "Ah, We're on the road again. We're back in business. Exactly. Or your example of a road trip made me think of driving in Canada because Canada is such a big country. Sometimes when you go on a road trip and you drive, you can fall outside of cell phone coverage areas. Now, this might sound (laughs) crazy to some people that live in small countries, but in a big country like Canada, when you really get out to the sticks, to the countryside, sometimes there can be no cell phone coverage and you have no signal. And I've had this happen to me before and suddenly you realize how dependent you are on your phone when you can't check it all the time. You're like, oh, come on, come on, there's no signal here. But then suddenly when you drive into an area where there is signal, you're back in business. The signal is back and you can use your phone as much as you would like. Those are both great examples that use the phrase back in business, but have nothing to do with an actual business. Exactly. Well, I think we're ready to take a listen to a couple of example conversations now. So why don't we check out the first one? Let's do it. Could you help me with my computer? It seems to be frozen. I I don't know what's happening. Do you know what's going on? Why don't you try hitting Control-Alt-Delete and then resetting your computer? Control-Alt-Delete. Okay, I'm doing that now. Is it working? Yes, we're back in business. All right, thanks. No problem. So in that example conversation, we heard two coworkers trying to solve a computer problem. One of the workers computers was frozen and he was able to unfreeze it with the advice of his coworker who told him to hit the control alt delete button combination that solves many computer problems so he he did that and the computer reset and was working again and he said yeah we're back in business okay the problem is solved we're good to go and cassie i have a question for you I think it's very interesting here that the speaker said, we're back in business. Why didn't he say, I'm back in business? Because it's kind of funny, like it's his computer 
and his coworker doesn't really have anything to do. That wasn't her problem. She was just helping him. But then he says, yeah, we're back in business. Why does he say we are back in business in that situation? I think it's because she helped him to fix his computer problem. So they were a team now in a way. And when his computer started working again, he wanted to celebrate together with his coworker by saying, you know, we're back in business. We did it. It's fixed. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that English speakers do this a lot with this expression, even though it might be an individual problem. If they get help from someone else, well, when the problem is solved, they'll say, we're back in business. <laughs> I thought that was interesting and worth mentioning. On that note, let's listen to example number two. Let's do it. So, are you still training for that fall marathon? How's that going? I am, but unfortunately I sprained my ankle last week, so I've had a bit of a setback. But uh, I hope I can continue my training as soon as possible. Ouch, that sounds painful. Well, just rest for a bit and take it easy. You'll be back in business in no time. That's good advice. I'm going to do that. Okay, in this example conversation, two friends are talking about a fall marathon. One friend is training for this marathon, and unfortunately, in the middle of his training, he sprained his ankle and he hit this setback. He can no longer train. He's unable to run. But the other friend consoled him by saying, ah, just rest for a bit. You'll be fine. You'll be back in business in no time. Exactly. So you'll be back in business in no time in this context means you will be running and training for that marathon again in no time. And no time means very, very quickly, right? That could be a little bit of a confusing expression in itself, no time, but it just means very, very quickly. Yeah, no time doesn't mean zero time. It means a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. And actually, we usually say in no time, right? And mm -hmm. we use it often when we're talking about wishes and hopes for the future and when we're communicating those to other people. Like, oh, you'll improve your English in no time means you'll improve your English very quickly, I think. One final note from this conversation before we move on is about that injury that the runner suffered. Since I'm a runner myself, uh, I thought I would explain this one because if there are any runners that are out there listening, this is great vocabulary to know. Spraining an ankle. I sprained my ankle. So that's an injury that occurs when you twist your ankle and you put pressure on it and it results in a very, very painful ankle where you can't really walk or move on it without a lot of discomfort. So you didn't really break the bone, you just twisted it really severely. That is the injury that we call a sprained ankle. I think it's one of the most common sports injuries. Yeah, well, I kind of sprain my ankle lightly almost every day just walking around. <laughs> oh no! I don't even need to run to do it. Okay, Cassie, why don't we move on to the second key expression for this episode? And I have to say it's very similar to the first expression, both in form and meaning. So in the way that the expression is set up and in the meaning of the expression. So 
key expression number two is to be back in the saddle. To be back in the saddle. And the word saddle is not a common everyday word, so we should maybe explain it. It's spelt S-A-D-D-L-E. And a saddle has two meanings. The first meaning is the device that we put on the back of a horse when we want to ride that horse. That is called the saddle. And so you can imagine somebody uh, riding on a horse, sitting in, it's usually made of leather, I think, Cassie, a saddle? Yep. Yeah. That is the first meaning. And it also has an additional meaning of a bike seat. Uh, a bike seat. So we can call it a saddle on a bicycle and maybe even on a motorcycle as well. I'm not sure if motorcyclists call it a saddle, but I can imagine maybe some people calling it a saddle. So a saddle is just a place that you sit and it's placed on a horse or on a bike. So then Cassie, could you put all the pieces together for us here. What does it mean then if you're back in the saddle? It doesn't mean that you're riding a horse again. <laughs> what, what exactly does it mean? Actually, it kind of could mean a little bit like riding a horse again. Literally, it means to start doing something again that you stopped doing for a period of time. And I imagine that a long time ago, they might have used this expression for riding a horse. Maybe you got injured or you were sick for a while and you weren't able to ride a horse, literally. So when they got back in the saddle, it means they were literally able to start riding again. But we don't have to use this only with horses. You can use back in the saddle to describe any activity that you start doing that you haven't done for a while or you haven't been able to do for a while. Yeah, I think you're probably onto something there, Cassie, because now that I think about it, I've even heard some people say things like, I'm back on my horse again, to talk about doing an activity again after pausing for a while. I don't think that's a very common expression, but I have heard it before. So there's something to this idea about being back on a horse or being back in the saddle, meaning to resume doing an activity that you stopped and it could be for whatever reason, there could be thousands of different reasons why people stop doing things. Maybe you lost motivation, maybe you had a setback, maybe you got injured or sick, who knows, but something stopped you from doing something. But then when you have recovered and you are continuing again, that activity after the break, then in that situation, we can say, oh, I'm back in the saddle. I'm back in the saddle again. Well, I think on that note, we should take a listen to our first example conversation. All right, let's do it. Want to play some video games later tonight? I thought you quit gaming, though. Ah, uh, that was just for the exam period. But now that finals are finished, I'm back in the saddle again. Ah, cool. Sounds good to me. Is 10 p.m. okay? Yeah, perfect. I'll catch you online then. In that example conversation, we heard two classmates talk about video games and they decided that they are going to play video games tonight because the exams are finished. The final exam period is finished. So one of the friends quit gaming for the final period 
Well, he had to write his exams, but now that he's finished and the summer vacation is here, he is back in the saddle again. He is going to play video games again. He sounds like a good student, Cassie. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of willpower to stop playing video games, even if it's just for a short amount of time. Exactly. Shall we listen to example conversation number two with this expression? Let's do it. I saw a rumor on the internet that you're back in the saddle again and have started writing the follow-up to your latest novel. Is it true? It's true. It's been a decade since The Sky Over the Countryside was released, but I finally started to write its sequel. That's so exciting. I can't wait to read it. Well, it will still be a couple of years before it's in readable condition, but the wheels are in motion at least. In this example conversation, we have a radio host and a famous writer discussing his new sequel to his famous book, The Sky Over the Countryside. Now, this original book, The Sky Over the Countryside, was released a decade ago, 10 long years ago, and this writer is finally starting to write the sequel. He is back in the saddle. He's starting to write once again after a long period of writer's block. Yeah. I imagine like if you write a popular novel and then you publish it, you're kind of like, okay, I can relax for a little bit. But if you're not careful, (laughs) maybe a decade could fly by and then you're like, oh, I should start writing again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially if the book was like really, really popular, then well, maybe you could retire for life, but you know, artists, they like to create. And uh, he said that he is back writing again. He's back in the saddle and the wheels are in motion. That's another expression that we use when we're talking about something is happening now. So the wheels are in motion. He is writing the novel right now. I wish him luck. Cassie, one last note before we wrap up this episode, that is for any music fans out there, that there are a couple of classic rock songs that contain these expressions. So if you like kind of classic metal and rock music from the 80s and 90s, then you guys should check out these tunes on YouTube or your favorite music streaming app. There is a song by ACDC called Back in Business. And there's a song by Aerosmith called Back in the Saddle. So if you want to practice these expressions through some classic rock music, you could do that. Andrew, you have good taste in music. Yeah, there we go. Well, everyone, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. And let's just do a quick recap here. We learned two expressions that you can use when you resume doing something after taking a break or facing a setback, or even having a period of inactivity. So those two expressions are back in business and back in the saddle. So thanks for listening. We hope you learned a lot with us today and we hope that you are able to use these English expressions in your future conversations. Our website is qlips.com. If you want to get 
a study guide including the transcript and practice exercises for this episode, check out the website to download it. Becoming a QLOS member is a great way to support us, but it's not the only way. You can also support us by leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app by telling your friends about QLOPS or by following us on social media. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.